This episode is brought to you by One World Empowered. Hey there, tired mama. Do you wish you could push a reset button on your energy? Like, do you want to keep up with those energizer bunnies that are running around you all day? I know, I know, I know. I feel ya. Coffee can only do so much. Well, don't you worry. I've got you covered. Now just imagine a community of mamas who know the struggle and are working together to harness and reclaim their energy. We're talking about a true community of mamas who get it. Daily practices to jumpstart your days, accountability partners, group coaching calls to ground and recenter you throughout the 28 days. Does this sound like the exact dose of medicine you need in order to feel 100% again? If so, this program is exactly what you need if you want to be more present with your kiddos, if you think a new routine will help you maximize your time and you enjoy having an accountability partner to help you with developing that new routine and those new habits, if you'd like to increase your patience and energy all while reducing your stress and anxiety, and if you think it would be amazing to have an understanding community of mamas who get it and are on the same path towards healing. Mama, today is the day you choose you and level up. Come join our 28-day energetic reset for moms by visiting www.oneworldempowered.com slash work with me and click the learn more option next to the energetic reset program or just scroll down and click the link in my show notes below. I can't wait to meet you and witness you step into your full potential. See you there, mama. You're listening to the Empower to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Dina T, and I'm so excited to take you on a journey through stories of everyday experts as we share the ways we've harnessed the power inside us to improve the quality of our lives and the health of our minds. We're so excited to have you here with us and hope you feel inspired and empowered to heal. Hello, you beautiful souls. I am coming at you on my birthday, June 21st, which is also the summer solstice, which if you guys know anything about astrology, the summer solstice is an extremely powerful, energetically charged day of the year and I've always loved having my birthday on the longest day of the year (laughs) and I really enjoy being able to be right at the peak of summer. So summer obviously has started until now and this is the longest day and then we start trickling back down towards fall and it's super super exciting for me because I live in Arizona and Arizona is extremely hot and today it was like I think it was a hundred degrees when I watered my garden first thing this morning so you guys can just guess how hot it is um But I wanted to come and join you guys on my birthday to take some time to reflect on how life has been going over the past couple of months. If you've been following my Instagram at Empower to Heal, you guys know that a couple months ago I started a 28-day energetic reset. And if you've been paying attention to the podcast, you might have heard my diary entry, which was right at the beginning of my reset 
which was a time and space that I created and dedicated to focusing on myself and finding a way to listen to my own energy, my intuition, myself outside of all the noise of the demands in the day that goes on around me and harness that energy to show up in the very best way possible that I can. And I wanted to come on here and share my discoveries over the past two months and how I got to where I am today. And I by no means am where I want to be. I think I will always be on the path of growth. But I think that the past two months have shit like it's shed so much light on what I've experienced, how I go about my life, how I go about my days, how I carry my energy, what helps give me energy and what depletes me. That I really wanted to come on here and take time to just talk and share and and kind of decompress around this with you guys and hopefully share some insight that's really going to help you on your own journey. And hang in here with me till the end. We have a special bonus of a featured guest, my four-year-old son, chiming in and sharing some of his super powerful wisdom with all of us. And I, I mean, if you guys ever spend time with a little one, you know that they've got secrets to this world that we have to like come down to a primitive level to understand and learn. It's like we have to unlearn so much in our life to relearn the foundations of life. And he's got some really cool, cute, powerful tidbits for us at the end. So if you've been following the podcast, you know I've shared tidbits of my story with you guys thus far. I know in episode two, I talked about my journey into motherhood and postpartum life. I shared my son's birth story in episode 15. I talked about some things that I've been self-conscious about that have held me back over my life in episode four. And this episode is really going to give you a little bit of tidbit on where I've been at in my own healing journey in the past couple of months as an entrepreneur, as somebody who is coming down from, I'm going to say detoxing from being addicted to working all of the time, somebody whose identity was wrapped up in a job and work that I got to do, I had the honor and privilege to do, but became my entire identity. And as I have taken a step back and spent time with myself, I've really had to discover who am I outside of all of these things? What fuels me? What feeds me? What energizes me? What depletes me? How do I want to show up and go about my life? And so here we are today. I am sitting in my house in the same chair in the same room that I was in when I set my my sights on doing an energetic reset. And I'm working on the same goals that I set forth then that I'm doing now, chugging along and kind of my, I don't know, my, my get her done attitude around achieving these goals and vacillating from like moments of, of being in full blown, like full speed ahead and moments of just being exhausted and trying to still listen to my body. So let's start with what really triggered my need and my awareness to shift into a different gear in my life. When I made the decision that I was going to be leaving the work that I was doing previous to uh, being an entrepreneur, I had this kind of revelation that I was a workaholic. And that revelation, I think, was 
phase one (laughs) because I am still a workaholic today and I hit that gear again about two months ago. I was doing a podcast interview with a beautiful soul named Chelsea McLeod Schultz. If you guys haven't listened to her episode, you need to go listen to it after this one. She is brilliant. And after I interviewed her, she offered me an experience to meet with her. And she she does these things called soul readings. And now this was like way outside my normal, way outside my understanding of like what was going to happen, what did that mean? And I just kind of took a leap of faith and trusting that I was going to have this experience and engage in this experience with Chelsea. And you see, Chelsea put words to things that I couldn't even speak, like sensations I experienced and like murky thoughts that I had yet to unravel in my mind. She knew things about my life and my loved ones, things about my experiences that she shouldn't have known. She knew what deep down my soul, my heart, my life, my my insides, whatever you want to call it, was trying to say to me. She put words to that and helped me understand what my body was speaking, what my soul was speaking. And my time with her was such a blessing. It felt like I was, it was on Zoom. It felt like I was sitting on the Zoom screen with someone who either had known me in my entire life, had literally been touched by God, or quite literally communed with my soul in a way that she was able to understand my my soul's creation in like this phenomenal manner. She was tuned into a frequency of understanding of life that I feel like most of us are too overstimulated to even recognize. Now, Chelsea is a psychic. She reads souls. She communes with the consciousness of the universe around her. And you guys, she listens. That's got to be probably her biggest skill set is is listening and tuning out all of the distractions and truly just listening, feeling into an energy or an experience. And I, I grew up... So when I use the word psychic, I still even to this day get a little anxious speaking that word aloud. I grew up as a child of God, of Jesus Christ. I I have always been kind of like afraid of anything that felt different from what I learned in church. And I feared uncertainty when it felt like, oh no, maybe this is challenging God or is disloyal to my God. And you guys, I don't remember being taught this at all. I And I think it's probably just a way of how we, we exist in church. Um, but I, I knew that if I could sense the spirit of God, which I can, and I can, I can sense the connection to our Holy Spirit, then I know that there's more to this life than what we may just be experiencing in our five senses. And that's what I think the word psychic, I I think it gets some like, I don't know, bad juju just by the language of psychic. But that's what psychics do. They see past just their normal, typical senses. And I want you to hear me out as I kind of expand on this. So as humans, we can tend to be binary. 
we can like simplify complex things to make sense of them and create a structure and like rules to interpret the world around us. And we all do it, right? It's part of human nature. We simplify complex things in a manner that often falls within our five senses. Yet, if we are believers, we have faith. And faith is not one of those five senses. And nobody really talks about this. Nobody talks about how faith is something beyond your five senses, yet we trust it and we give our whole heart to it. And anything outside of just our faith and in, in our religious beliefs and our five senses, it can be questionable or anxiety provoking for some or like taboo or dangerous or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, well, I, I think that I think we should talk about it. I think we should know and and boil it down to the reality that faith is something we are taught to blindly trust in, to have faith. It's something we can uh, we can't we can't see with our eyes or touch with our bodies. We can't smell it with our nose, taste it with our tongue, or hear it with our ears. Right? It's something we just sense in a way that is outside of our five senses, and then and then we doubt everything else that's not connected to that. And I know this isn't true for all humans. Some humans, some people study philosophies that expand thinking of how we experience our world outside of just five senses. For instance, some focus on the laws of like the law of motion, right? Or the law of vibrations. Others focus on your chakras, your energy points, your 10 bodies, whatever else you want to kind of say you focus on or study. But speaking from my experience in the world of people I have been largely surrounded by, we focus on our five senses. And then we add faith and spirituality in there as like these outliers that we trust and we know. And when I reflect, I can see so many times in my life where I felt things that were not explainable by touch, right? I felt energy or felt vibrations. I felt I felt you staring at the back of my head. <laughs> I felt the tension in a room when I walked in. I felt the joy of another person's interactions. And I I mean, I feel these things physically. I experience them emotionally. It could be it could be shivers on my body, tears to my eyes, taking my breath away. And this is often labeled as being sensitive or empathetic or caring. But what I know now is that there's so much more to learn from those moments and to learn through studying, through opening my mind and opening my experiences. And my time with Chelsea McLeod Schultz was a step in this opening, this increase in awareness and understanding that started with myself, choosing myself as my focus of study, turning inward towards my soul, my intuition, the very things that I believe God blessed me with, and spending time solely with myself, <laughs> pun intended. So after my soul reading with Chelsea, I I felt like oddly empowered and simultaneously completely raw. <laughs> I felt the need to look inward and to understand like the steps I was taking and if they were in alignment. I felt the need to explore the way that I was functioning and if it was in alignment with myself and to feel just alignment in general across my soul and my life's purpose in the way that I'm living out my life. And I got to tell you guys, this looked 
messy. <laughs> I am a perfectionist at ne- like by nature, right? If you guys know the Enneagram, I am an Enneagram too. I've got strong wings of perfectionist and achiever in me, both of those. Um, and this journey was nothing fit for a perfectionist. I had to look inward and it was messy. And it looked like snotty nose crying. It looked like rearranging the furniture in my house as I literally was trying to rearrange my feelings and just me inside myself. It looked like me numbing with Netflix and crap food on some days. And then on other days, when I started doing some religious practices for myself, it started. It, I started to find moments of feeling like I was flowing with myself. I use the word religious as in, as in committed over and over again, not necessarily as in terms of like just spirituality and religion. Just to clarify that for you. Um, so when I think back over these past couple months of my life, I really want to point out the things that made the biggest difference for me, the things that have like foundationally shifted how I feel on the inside and my sense of belief that I'm on the right track in my life and my connection to my intuition and my connection to my confidence and my courage and these things that really I I feel like empowered me on my journey are the number one thing I would probably say is creating a a morning routine. Now, you guys, that sounds really, really simple, but I am so guilty of like creating a routine and falling off track, creating a routine and falling off track. And for some reason, when I'm off track, I have to get like hit in the face by something huge to remind me to get back on track with creating a routine again. My brain doesn't just tell me like, oh, Dina, you need to get back into this routine because it worked really well. Like it's usually like a train hits me in my face. (laughs) And I think of it like when, when I had my son, I was on maternity leave. I entered into a whole new role. I was anxious beyond all get out. I was hardly sleeping at all my body and my mind were physically taxed and I had days where I didn't leave bed like I didn't leave the bed at all and that was I think simultaneously like I felt I think it was my energy and my exhaustion as well as feeling handcuffed to that like nesting spot in my house because I I I if you listen to my previous episodes, you know this, but I was hooked up to a pump that was plugged into a wall trying to feed my child. And I was pumping every couple of hours and it would take me a good 30 plus minutes to pump enough food for him. And then I'd be syringe feeding him or trying to train him on a bottle. And I mean, I probably had like 30 minutes in between feeding him or trying to produce food for him that I could do something like pee or fall asleep. (laughs) And so I didn't eat much food, um, which probably contributed to some of my lactation problems, but I was just like tied in my bed and not having a routine in my day or a morning routine to start my day off with that. I mean, if you don't get out of bed or if you don't do something to make you feel like you're starting the day off on the right foot, you just 
you can kind of languish in where you are for that whole day. And just remembering that moment, I hope I can hold on to my past learnings instead of continuing to be hit in the face with a train to remind me of a morning routine. But I found a morning routine to start doing again in my mornings. And uh, another thing, in addition to morning routine that I remember as being so important to me is community. Now, leaving work, leaving my familiarity, leaving people I've spent a decade with, leaving all of the minds that continue to challenge me to level up and get better and be stronger and show up as the best version of myself and having to kind of wear all those caps and do that purely for myself, interacting with just myself in a day. Whew-wee, that was a tall order. And I realized I need a, I need community of people who can like support me and be around me and, and understand where I'm at in my journey in life and maybe be at a similar journey in life so that we can do this together and we can level up together. And then the last thing was I remembered the power I have within myself. And if you guys know anything about this podcast, you know that I believe we all have the power within ourselves to heal. We are given that power through how our bodies are beautifully and like majestically created, whether it's through our our soul, our spirit, our thoughts, our mind, our breath, right? Our skin and how we absorb the sunshine and the experiences around us, these simple connections and simple wins each day were things that I needed in order to feel well and do well. And if you forget how to use your body as a tool and a vessel to heal, you're just kind of existing. So when I realized these three pivotal things in a very un, um, great, I don't know, ungracious way, I don't know if that's the right word, but it was not, uh, it was not filled with grace. It was not beautiful. It was a kind of a crash and burn experience. When I realized these, I put it out into the universe and I said, all right, all right, God, all right, universe. Like I believe God and the universe are one. So I will use that interchangeably, put that out into the world. And I said, okay, like these, this is what I need. I need to release this into the world and I need to start saying yes at what comes my way because I can go through life with like blinders on, not realizing the experiences or the opportunities or the moments that are hitting me in the face that might just be the answer to my prayer because I'm not willing to say yes or I'm too too far in my spiral, right? I'm sure you can relate, but sometimes when you like, open up your eyes or take the blinders off, you realize that there's opportunities everywhere around you. And I feel so grateful that those opportunities began to unfold. And one of those opportunities was presented by one of my besties, Teresa. Um, she, she messaged me and she said, Hey, I'm, I think I'm going to do this course and get it for myself for my birthday. Do you want to do it? And I looked at it and I was like, that sounds cool. And then she sent me a voice memo of one of her friends who have done it, has been in the program before explaining what it was like. And I immediately was like, oh my God, yes. Like, oh my God, yes, please. I want to, I want to, this sounds so stinking cool. 
And so I said yes to it. And this program, if you guys have ever heard of it, it's called Benchin. If you're a female, a woman, and you're, you're a woman trying to strengthen yourself and your practices and you believe in yoga and you believe in the power of your breath and you want to kind of strengthen your feminine side, go check out Benchin. It is phenomenal. Well, she shared it with me and I said, all righty, let's do it. And y'all, it was a commitment and a commitment that I said yes to again for the month of June. I'm in my second month of it, but it entails everything I needed. I was like, this is ridiculous. This container has everything that I sent out to God, to the universe that I need. And it's a morning practice that you do every single morning. It's connection back to your breath. You're doing breath work and yoga and meditations. And it's community. You're tied into like a group of women where you're put in small groups to hold each other accountable for your goals. You kind of do some big self-assessment analysis of what you want to do, what action steps you're going to take to get there, how you're going to achieve that goal that month. And then every single day you check in with your small group and you share your progress and you cheer each other on and you help each other through hard times. And so you guys, it had the breath work, it had the stretching, it had the finding the healing and strength within your body, it had the spirituality sense of it which I tied into a whole lot of prayer myself. It had the community and the connection of like-minded people who are on similar journeys and it had the daily practice. So I was like, holy moly, Batman. <laughs> God just sent me the exact thing that I need right now to heal. And in addition to that, he he didn't leave it there. He didn't say, okay, figure this out or do this and then you'll be healed. He said, and I'm going to present you with additional opportunities. If you're in the business of saying yes, say yes to what I send you, right? You agreed to this, Dina. And so I did. I had a friend reach out to me and invited me to a Reiki night, which I've had, I've experienced Reiki a couple times before. I really enjoy it and find it powerful. And so I went and that led to an invitation to be attuned in Reiki. And so I did it. I got my level one and level two, like I'm attuned to provide Reiki for other people now, which is crazy to think, (laughs) crazy to say, but it was so powerful. And I've been doing Reiki on myself every single day since, and I can feel the charge throughout my body, the energy throughout my body, the healing power of just simple practices throughout my body. In addition to all of that, I got myself into physical therapy for some long overdue injuries I have and have really spent time within my own body. And I just think it's so absolutely magical and beautiful and phenomenal. And it all started with me saying yes to getting curious about something that was outside of my comfort zone, right? It said it started with me It started with me saying yes to agreeing to learn more about what does it mean to be a psychic? What does it mean to commune with my soul? What does it mean to listen to my soul and have the help of somebody to interpret what it's trying to say to me? What meaning am I going to assign to what I heard? And what value am I going to put to that that organize my action steps? How am I going to quiet the busyness of this crazy world around me and all the to-dos and big dreams that I have? Because y'all know I'm a dreamer. 
how, how am I going to quiet some of that so I can do the healing that's needed to show up how I'm going to need to show up to achieve those dreams. And holy moly, again, holy moly, Batman. (laughs) It was quite a journey. And so I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to acknowledge the fact that you have to learn You have to know deep down inside you that there's more to our human experience than what we can experience through our five senses. What I would deem as the most powerful sense of all, the beauty and blessing that our emotional center in our left brain gifts us with, the sense that blesses us with our faith and our spiritual connectedness, the sense that allows us to experience the energy of the universe around us acknowledge, learn, and know that that sense is there. Become attuned with that sense so that you can tap into it and use it just as much as you use your analytical brain, right? We can't just live in one hemisphere of the brain all the time. Also, number two, Create a simple morning routine that brings you back to you, to your breath, to the energy that you create, to the mindset that you want to cultivate. It's a state of being present, right? A moment where you can just be in gratitude, feel alive in the moment that you are shedding the worries for a minute, quieting the brain for a minute, tuning into your breath feeling the power of your breath, moving your body to realize and acknowledge the heat and the energy that you can create inside you so that you can use that energy how you wish rather than it use you. If y'all get fired up and angry like I do sometimes, I mean, I can be a firecracker. You know that that energy can take over you. Your body gets hot. You fill up with the energy. You can even shake. And all of a sudden, it's running your life. Well, what if you turned that around and you could develop that energy, right? You could move your body and your breath. You could be in a moment long enough to generate that heat, that shake, that energy that you're going to be in control of instead of it being in control of you. And tie that in with a different mindset. Connect that to gratitude. Connect that to the present moment. Connect that to your dreams too. Don't connect it to what's happened in the past. Don't perseverate on it. Don't, don't use that to, I don't know, sometimes I can like have a whole argument in my mind with somebody before it even happened, right? Don't, don't use it in that way. Practice building that energy and using it yourself for the good, for gratitude. If we can just live in a state of gratitude every single day for a couple of minutes and acknowledge 10 things that we're grateful for, the power that that can have over our lives and changing our perspective is just, I mean, you can't even fathom how powerful it is. The third thing I leave you with is learn what you need. Reflect on your past and what has worked for you in the past and prioritize it. This again, don't you don't need to get hit in the face by a train every single time when you realize that you need a morning practice, right? (laughs) See if we can have that at the top of our mind so that we can access it in a logical mind rather than in a reactive mind. If things feel unobtainable to you, put it out in the universe, share it with God, whoever you believe in, whatever you believe in, share it, put it out there and make it known so that 
you can expect, say it's going to happen, right? It is going to happen because then it will be coming back to you and start saying yes when it does. Trust in this process, you guys. Use that faith that we talked about. The fourth thing is, holy moly, Batman, there is magic in this world. Don't roll your eyes. I'm not talking about going to a magic show. Like I'm talking about literal magic. There's magic in you, magic around you. And it's disguised as the precious yet ordinary moments that astound us. It's in the sunsets. It's in the fish that swim upstream. It's the colors of the flowers, the growth of a forest from a single seed. Call it laws, call it physics, call it science, call it faith, call it God, whatever you call it. But it's pretty darn magical. And if a forest can grow from one seed, then you can grow from one new thought or one new practice. And the last thing, number five, that I'm going to leave you with today is journal it out. Oftentimes, we can like ruminate on things in our mind over and over and over again, and all of a sudden, the same thoughts are playing over and over and over again. When you put that pen to paper, we usually don't write the same thing over and over again, or we recognize, dang, I was just about to write that again, but I already wrote that. And we can push ourselves to go deeper. We can push ourselves to analyze, what does that mean? Why do I keep write, literally writing your journal? Why do I keep thinking this thought over and over again? And then begin answering that question. But dig through your journal, right? Write in your journal in a way that's digging into your mind, digging into the thoughts that you're creating, understanding them, and pose questions to yourself to move through them. Why do, and make it about you. Why do I keep feeling this way? Why does it make me feel like X, Y, and Z when X, Y, and Z happens, right? What, what do I need? What would make me feel better? How could I get through this moment differently? I don't like having repeated thoughts. So I want to do something different. What should that be? And answer those questions that pop up into your brain. Force yourself to push through it and answer it. Now, I've left you with five big things. I'm going to do a recap on them super, super fast because I feel like I spoke a lot about each one of them. But the first thing, you guys, acknowledge, know, learn, understand, embody, whatever it is, the reality that we have access to more than just five senses. We can feel the energy of the world around us. Acknowledge this and know this. Number two, create simple morning routines that bring you back to you to your breath, to the energy that you can create, the minds that you can cultivate, and let that live in a place of gratitude. Number three, learn what you need and reflect on your past and what has worked in the past and then prioritize it. Say yes when those things start coming to fruition or opportunities start to surface. Number four, Know that there's magic in this world. If a forest can grow from one seed, you can grow from one new thought and one new practice. And number five, journal it out. Get out of your head and get onto the paper. Now I'm going to end this episode by sharing a recording that I did with my son. He's four years old and he 
truly believes in his core that he is magical. And he is like he he has magic in him, you guys. And I'm not again, I'm not talking about like a magic show, but the ordinary beautiful things he does is magical. Just him sitting in front of me is freaking magical, right? That he he came into existence from a sperm and an egg. I grew his eyeballs. <laughs> I grew his heart and his bones inside my body. <laughs> I grew his brain. I introduced his soul through my body into this world. Oh, that's magic. Well, stay tuned because I'm going to share with you a little interview I did with him about the magic he has and how he has cultivated his magic. And some of this is if you just listen to it, it's just silly and goofy. And at the same time, you can read into it, read into what he feels is magical about himself and start finding magic in your ordinary life. Hello, you beautiful souls. I am so excited to have a very special guest with us today who's going to share with us his beautiful divine wisdom. I have forgotten as I've gotten older that there is magic all around us in this world and that we have magic inside us. And today's guest is going to help share a little bit about magic. I'd like to introduce you guys to my son, Emery. Would say hi, buddy. Hi. <laughs> Emery, how old are you? Four. You're four years old. And last night when I was tucking you into bed, we were snuggling and you told me that you have magic. Do you have magic in you? Yes. Yes, you do. Tell me a little bit about your magic. How did you get magic? Because I ate a bunch of bro broccoli a long time ago, and now I'm trying to eat a lot of broccoli again. And eating that broccoli gave you magic? Yeah. How did that do that? Because it was a fruit. It's a vegetable? Yeah. Oh, broccoli uh, it, comes from the earth, doesn't it? Yeah. And when broccoli comes from the earth, does that give us magic powers? Yes. Wow. How did you learn that? Because I ate a lot of broccoli. You ate a lot of broccoli? Then what happened? You have to eat a lot of broccoli to get, get bigger and drunk and get magic and... And it made me be strong. Oh, you got big, strong, and you got magic from the broccoli? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's some pretty special broccoli. How did you know that you got magic? Be because I know because I, because I jumped and then it was a slow jump that I know I got magic. That's how you knew you jumped and it went slow? Yeah. Like this. Ooh, you jumped and you fell slow? Yep. So what type of magic is that called? Just like that, huh? Do you have a special name for that type of magic? Um, slow down magic. Slow down magic. It's slow down magic. 
That's beautiful magic. So you knew you ate a lot of broccoli and you jumped and you fell slowly and that's how you knew you had slow down magic? Yeah. That is some special broccoli. Have you had any other types of magic that you can tell us about? Um, um, I can break castles of acorns and I can move things and make, make me slow down jump. You can break castles with acorns? You can move things and you can do slow down jumps? Yeah. That's a lot of magic. And I can't throw all acorns, but I can only put my magic at the acorns to make them fall down without making my magic do that. You make the acorns fall down without touching them? Yeah. <gasps> what? And, with, and I put my magic out of me and it went there and then I got it back. Wow, that is special, my dear. Do you do that at preschool? Yeah, I did it one time at preschool. Oh, my goodness. What did your friends say when they saw your magic? Um, no one saw it. Nobody's seen it yet? Yeah. Wow. Are you the only one with magic, or do other people have magic in this um, world? Sadie has magic, too. Sadie? Yeah. At preschool? Yeah. Oh, Tell me about Sadie's magic. And she can clean up things real fast. Wow, I want Sadie's magic. You can clean up real fast and you have more time to play. Yeah, but that's her only magic. That's the only one she knows? Yeah. Do you have magic that you don't know about yet? Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, I, I don't know the magic but you know you have more powers inside you? Yeah. Yeah. And when I grow bigger, I'll, I'll get more, ma more magic into my things what I did already. And, and then I'll make them do, do it stronger. When you get older, your magic's going to get stronger? Yeah. And then I could push really heavy things, and then I could could break down things that's real, real, real big with blocks. Wow, that'll be very strong, kind of like the Hulk. Are you going to use your magic for good or for bad? For good. For good. Tell me more about that. Because I want my magic to just do that for good. Do you know what that reminds me of, baby? Oh. Another magical power that I know you have. You have the magical power of happiness. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that is? Mm -mm. That means that when you do kind things for other people and you be nice and thoughtful, you share, you use your manners, that it makes other people be happy. Did you know you have that kind of happiness magic? No. No, I've seen you use it. I've seen when you're caring with another person and you help them, it makes them feel good. Did you know that? That's a lot of power you have in you. 
You remind me, Emery, that everybody in this world has magical powers. We all have the ability to do powerful things by the thoughts that we think, by the things that we do. It all affects things around us. Can I get a high five for your magic? Maybe one day when you get real strong and you're practicing your magic, you can show us what it looks like. Would that be good? Yeah. I would love to see what it looks like. When I get strong as daddy. When you get as strong as daddy? Yeah. Does daddy have magic? No. I haven't seen his magic. I've seen his happiness magic, but I haven't seen him jump and fall slow. Wait, he... He, he doesn't do magic because he can't. He can't do it? Yeah. Do you think mommy can do magic? Mm-hmm. No, just Emery? Where'd you get your magic from, mister? From the broccoli. I need a bite of the broccoli. Give me a bite of what you have, kid. You, you need to eat a lot. All right, I'll start doing that. So you can get magic. Sounds good. Thanks for joining the show today, buddy. I'm going to say bye-bye. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. I hope you are feeling inspired and empowered in your own healing journey. I know that many of you listening might be reflecting on your own stories that you may feel called to share. If so, please reach out to me at dinat at empowertoheal.com. That's D-E-N-A-T at empower, the number two, heal.com. Or drop me a message through my Instagram handle at empower, the number two, heal. I would love to connect with you and learn about your journeys so that we can hopefully continue to spread these powerful life lessons on empowering ourselves to heal. My contacts will also be linked in the show notes below so that you can easily find me. We are so eager to start a movement in showcasing the many ways we can heal. And you can be part of this movement too by capturing images and tagging them hashtag empower the number two heal on Instagram. We look forward to seeing all the ways that you are empowered to heal. I love you beautiful souls and thank you so, so much. Please be sure to subscribe, like, and review. 